0: welcome to the spirit of life ministries spirit of life ministries aim is to call to the born again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of god through the teaching and proclamation of the word of god as well as the greater good for all humanity spirit of life foundation is based on ephesians fourth chapter for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministries' heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now, Sister Beatrice Jackson.
1: Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. Thank you for listening. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another day. I thank you for the opportunity to minister your word to the hearts and lives of people. Now I ask that you give every listener to hear what you have to say. Give them to be receptive. Open their hearts. Give them to be receptive to your word and what you want to do in them. And I ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me, to give. Them as well all these things I ask in Jesus name thank God amen you know there's some messages that I need more than others and this is one of them and I hope that it blesses you too you know a couple weeks back I was praying and um and if it was in regard to someone that's very close and dear to me And I have been praying about their physical condition for a long time. And it doesn't appear to be changing. And while I was praying, the Holy Spirit helped me to actually tune into my heart and hear how I was praying. And honestly, after he gave me to really hear myself, honestly, I didn't believe for what I was praying. There was no expectation there. And somewhere along the line, I even lost hope. I felt it's it's hopeless. And I didn't know it. And I realized I was not praying in faith, but rather praying in unbelief. So I had to look at that. Because Hebrews, the 11th chapter, first verse, lets us know that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I lacked hope, The prayer that day, lacked hope and faith in God for what I was praying. Let's go to Mark, the ninth chapter. And we are going to start at verse 14 and we enter the this passage of scripture where jesus has just come down from the mountain of transfiguration where he revealed his glory to peter james and john and he walks up to the crowd and he he enters in on chapter excuse me chapter 9 verse 14 and it says and when he came to his disciples he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them verse 16 and he asked the scribes What are you discussing with them? And by the way, I'm I'm reading from the New King James Version today. Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, foams at the mouth, excuse me, gnashes or grinds his teeth and becomes rigid or stiff. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out. But they could not. Verse 20. Then they brought him to him. Him being Jesus. And when he saw him. Jesus. When the, the child saw him. Actually the spirit saw him. Immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground. And wallowed. Foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father. How long has this been happening to him? And he said. From death childhood and you gather in the story that this boy is no longer a child this has been going on for some time verse 22 and often he has thrown him down excuse me and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him but if you can do anything have compassion on us and help us and Jesus said to him if you can believe All things are possible to him who believes. Verse 24. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Praise God. Verse 25. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Death and dumb spirit. I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. And the spirit did come out. Now, before we move on, I want to take note of something. In verse 18, everything that's happening here, uh, how the spirit throws him, he seizes him, he throws him down, he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, becomes stiff. And even in verse twenty, where he he the spirit immediately convulsed him. Once that spirit recognized Jesus and fell on the ground and waddled, waddled excuse me wallowed, foaming at the mouth. This is a lot of action, and this is not quite this is quite dramatic. And could you imagine? That here's someone that you love and you see them going through this. And they they didn't just start going through this today. They've been going through this for quite some time now. Because as we read in verse 21, he's been that way. This has been happening since the boy was a child, since childhood. Let's go on to verse 28. So the spirit came out. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? Verse 29. So he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. You see, I want to pose a question, a couple of questions to you. What what fosters unbelief? What What can cause us to have unbelief? One of the things that is clear here is like in verse 18, sight. Sometimes, and I'm talking to me too, sight. Sometimes what I see or what we see or hear or experience tends to mess with or derail our faith and cause unbelief. And I don't know about you. It can also cross over into what I see uh, touching my emotions. Now my emotions are involved. And once I get into my feelings, I have to fight past my feelings to get to faith, to get into faith. Praise God. Another thing about sight, as I told you, I have been praying for someone that's very close to me. And when I, I go by sight, and I don't see that person taking the initiative to, the, to apply the Word of God to their physical healing, for physical healing. That too affects my faith. And I actually, I think that's where hopelessness entered in, for seeing it for, for quite some time and not seeing any change. The First Corinthians, the 5th chapter, 7th verse says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Another thing that can happen is the duration of time. How long has the person or the situation been this way with no change? And we can even apply that to our own life. There are areas in our own life where the same principle applies as in verse 29 to dedicate um, you know, to 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 deal with um, situations that don't seem to move in our own lives, we address it with fasting and prayer—not just prayer, because we could pray for a long time. Sometimes some things require fasting. You know, um, not too long ago, recently, I was talking to the Lord, and it's like, you know, Lord, this—I've been dealing with something for a long time, and I don't know how to stop thinking a certain way and start thinking in the liberated mind that you gave me and I can't get past this I've been wrestling with for so long and the Holy Spirit brought to my attention where it originated from and I had to tell the Lord when I was a child and I want to be clear Children of God are not possessed, yet there are strongholds that can set up in our heart and soul if we don't address them. And I know I'm not by myself because I've seen others in their adulthood struggle with strongholds in their soul as well. You know, the good thing about this, both for myself and for whom I was praying for, when I confessed my unbelief, shortly after that, the Holy Spirit revived and gave me hope. He revived my hope. And gave me hope. And on top of that, he added patience with it to wait while God was working on this person and refocused my belief in God and not my experience. The sight, the duration of time, nor my emotions. Praise God. So I want to also say in my own life, when I fasted for that hard area in my life. I dedicated one morning of sincere fasting, which it should always be that way, sincere. Anyway, uh, sincere fasting. And the Lord delivered me of that stronghold that had influenced my life for many, many years. I'm a witness of what it can do. And he liberated me and kept me where I remain liberated, not back and forth. Some days up, some days down. I'm not talking about depression. I'm talking about another area. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. I hope you receive what I'm saying. Well, it's, oh God, we're we're at that time. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And I ask that you bring your word to bear in the listeners' lives. And let your word accomplish what you please. According to your word, all these things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I am Sister B. And until next time, God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purposed for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Let them that are athirst come and let them take the water of life freely. Spirit of Life Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to be a blessing to the ministry, donations can be made through the Giveify app. To contact the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414 249 Until next time, thank you and God bless you.